Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You remember the class where I taught you all how to make it rain? You're listening to the best of Make It Rain on the Fantasy Sports Network. I'm going to make it rain. Let me ask you something, because I was trying to study up, because I knew we were going to be talking about this a lot uh, this morning, right? So two things. For me, one, as it relates to Phil, um, right, he's not in good form. But another thing I've seen over the last few months, Joe, also contradicts him for this course. Like, isn't he out, like, putting out videos of him hitting bombs and talking about how he wants to drive the ball these days and how he wants to crush it? And again, this is not the tournament for that. It seems like you need to have it going on between the ears in this week also, right? And so I don't know if Phil part, you know, kind of is like that right now, you know, it's seems like he's, you know, feeling himself a little bit these days, Phil, trying to hit bombs, calling out Matt Kuchar for his caddy stuff. You know, I, I don't know if he's focused on the details he needs to, but that's one question. The other part, when you talk about the USGA, I heard this, this idea that the USGA would like tinker with the course, not to let it play out evenly across the four rounds, but to just try to generate it looking like the toughest thing possible. And, and, and one of the, uh, I heard someone yesterday say, that it might the course may actually evolve over the course of the four days and you talked about the greens and one thing i heard yesterday was that the greens may be like good on thursday and friday but then wind up becoming harder and harder to play as the week goes on uh, because maybe they won't tend to them or they'll let them like you know the poana grass or whatever it is And so my question for you, Joe, is the same way you said this is a shorter course, right? So guys who can bomb the ball and drive the ball, that advantage is somewhat, you know, mitigated or eliminated, right? Sure. With these greens and how they get crappier and crappier throughout the week, possibly, does that mean that a guy who's not the best putter will have a a greater and greater edge or that disadvantage would be mitigated throughout the week and a guy who's a great putter that advantage would be less throughout the week so for example a guy like Jordan Spieth who's known as a good putter might he be good in the early rounds but not so much later on and the inverse let's say a guy who I'm by by the way on Adam Scott might he you know might his uh, deficiencies in putting not be such a big deal if it's completely ridiculous for everybody it, well, it, it uh, listen, it's a level playing field for sure. So even the world's best putters are going to have a tough time, which is – but you got to keep in mind, too, in golf, guys, we always talk about variance, right, in, uh, in sports betting. Uh, the biggest variance and the most volatile aspect of golf is the putting aspect because you'll have guys who can't hit a fairway, right, can't hit a green, but they can one putt from – and, you know, they go through these stretches where they drill everything – so putting is the ultimate equalizer. The rest of your game might be crap. You know, two sixty-sevens are not exactly created equal. If one guy is simply driving in a fairway, he's on one, but he's two putting all day. 
And then you get another oh, guy who is five foot yeah, all, all who's day. ricocheting it off trees. You know, he's rec- buddies up and down. Once he's on the dance floor. It's all good. Right. <laughs> it's a different story. So that's the one thing. Uh, and at a U.S. Open, you're right. It gets it gets magnified to the point where you don't know. You just don't know. I mean, some guys will be so great. Some guys will be bad. messing with it. But they are messing with it every round here, guys. There was wow. a okay. there was a U.S. Open out by uh, about you out on Long Island there, not Beth Page, but uh, a place called uh, Shinnecock. Yes, hey, and yeah, and a few years ago, the players, these pros, and this is what cracks me up. Anytime you hear professional golfers bitch and moan about how hard a golf course is, <laughs> it makes me chuckle. It really does right. that these guys they Welcome they crack me up. <laughs> They were bent out of shape when I tell you at that U.S. Open because of what the USGA they would uh, and the U.S. Open by the way was in the summertime uh, up until this year because they changed the schedule, so the greens would dry out and they would perfect. It was almost impossible to keep the ball on the green, and every time you'd putt, you could barely hit the ball and it would roll off the green. And they were going ballistic when I tell you, crying and bitching and moaning. It cracked me up. Slope. Yeah, everything, right. <laughs> but, you know, you've got an interesting golf course here from the standpoint of it's out on the water, guys. So it's June. It's not August, right? So you're going to have a little colder weather. Guys with back problems are going to take a little bit longer for them to get loosened up, so to speak. We'll talk about some of those guys. Uh, guys that don't play early on very well in tournaments, you got to keep an eye on because it's an open you're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Let it rain! Remember the class where I taught y'all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. All right, here we go. Hour number two, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Joe and Harry, Dane Martinez, uh, excited here as we uh, continue our coverage of the U.S. Open here, 2019, Pebble Beach, Tiger Woods, Rory, Dustin Johnson. Uh, what a weekend from a, uh, certainly from a sports investing standpoint here. Uh, we still have Women's World Cup soccer as well. Going to try to get uh, our good friend Charles Michel on again next hour, who delivered uh, probably the easiest walk-in, uh, you know, uh, bet of the week there with the USA as Dane and I tried desperately to talk him out of it. And he uh, desperately talked us into uh, betting the farm there on the USA team as they went ahead and uh, annihilated uh, Thailand uh, 13 to nothing. And uh, he'll join us again because he's got uh, he's he's got a couple of other games like that, a couple other matches uh, coming up here over the next couple of days that he feels are, uh, shall we say, monsters. So go ahead and uh, and get ready. We'll do that. And speaking of that, I, I did like the. I did want to like Alex uh, Alex Morgan, who uh, commented finally on her five-goal performance. And from what we understand, Dane, you and I spoke about it yesterday. We had no problem with the USA sticking it right to Thailand, right? It's the, it's the World Cup here, people. Like, you know, I don't know what to tell you. The scoring, uh, I don't care about. The celebration. That was the did. celebration, right? That was the celebration. And I thought it was, um, I, I thought it was interesting that, and there's a reason why people like, uh, you know, Megan Rapinoe and, uh, of course, Alex Morgan you are know. captains who have been there and done that. And ultimately what she had said was, you know, how disrespectful it would be if we took our foot off the gas to Thailand and uh, and didn't 
compete at our fullest ability, that we would somehow take it easy on the world stage. And then she had said, you know, guys, we're going to celebrate. I don't care if it's one goal, if it's 13 goals. You know, don't forget, the girls on our team have been since they are two years old and hit a soccer ball. Right. This is the moment that they have moment. been waiting their entire lives for. So the idea, because this, the, the score of the game is going to dictate whether or not we celebrate, she said that's ridiculous. So, got a point. Let you exactly hear the words. We'll play the clip for you coming up here. Hour number two, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. I think 
it's disrespectful if we don't uh, show up and, and give our best and play our game for 90 minutes. It's disrespectful to um, the Thai team, and I believe they wanted us to play um, play them straight up. And for the celebrations, these are goals that we have dreamt of our entire life. I mean, I'm going to celebrate Mal Pugh's goal. I'm going to celebrate Sam Uis and Roosevelt. This is their first World Cup, and I'm so proud of them. And so everything, and I couldn't have dreamt of scoring five goals in a World Cup. Um, so it's, you know, it's incredible for us all. And um, I'm happy just ignoring those comments. You're incredible, Alex Morgan. Justine, you keep being mm-hmm. you, girl. All right. Don't be, you know, don't apologize for being uh, American and kicking the crap out of the Thai team in a World Cup, not a wreck soccer league. We're talking about the World Cup. And of course, those comments coming off the heels of, you know, PC, uh, PC America with the, oh, God, don't, don't be scoring so many goals. These poor Thai people. Oh, please. Like Thai would have ever taken their foot off the gas on us. They'd have stuck mm-hmm. it to us no problem like they've done uh, everybody uh, doing that. Uh, but, hey, I-, I appreciate Alex Morgan addressing it. And, you know, it was funny. Morgan, um, uh, Megan Rapinoe, however, the uh, the captain said. Rapino. No, listen, guys. She goes, if our crime is simply joy, then we'll take that all day long. So I agree. Of all the things going on in the world, worrying about how girls who have, you know, their first World Cup, they dreamed about this, the ultimate pinnacle on the world stage, scoring a goal is somehow supposed to not celebrate because, you know, ooh, the score is 10 nothing. You know, when you, when you look at it from that standpoint, Dane, uh, kind of hard to argue. Like, why should why should she have to rain on? Why should any of them have to rain on the parade, scoring their first goal in a World Cup? And somehow or another, why worry about the other team's feelings? This is exactly what we bitch and moan about all the time, isn't it? Yeah, I do think there's a line, though, Joe. You know, like listen, and the idea of running up the score and continuing to have your foot on the gas in terms of scoring and competition, I don't give a damn. It could have been twenty-three to nothing. It's all good. In terms of the celebrations, right, I do think there's a line. Like, yes, you can celebrate. You've been dreaming about this since you were four years old. You played youth soccer. I get it. I do think that, you know, just out of the quote-unquote respect for the game and sportsmanship, I do think there's a line where you're allowed to celebrate but not go crazy. They were, um, you know, they were dancing on the sidelines. They were a little bit extra stank on it. They were doing, as you said on Twitter, the not one, not two, not three I think there is a line of celebration to then like rubbing it in and going over the top. And I think there is a way and there is a line, for example, Joe, you know, and it's different because these girls, maybe it's their first time at it. But like think about the dream team in 1992. We all knew the gap between them and Angola was huge. The same way we know the gap between the U.S. women's national team and Thailand is huge. You didn't see Charles Barkley, Patrick Ewing, Magic Johnson, and Michael Jordan yucking it up, right, as they were dominating. Um, And I think there is sort of a line. Don't get me wrong. You've been dreaming about it. Go ahead and celebrate. But if you see some of the highlights of, like, the, 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 the rest of the teammates, like, bobbing and weaving on the sidelines and doing extra stuff, I do think there's a line. So basically, we should have celebration police now, ultimately, right? So we should decide what's uh, what is okay and acceptable celebration, and what that's exactly what we bitch and moan about all the time in this PC world now. That yeah, the line 
whose line? Like, that's the problem. I don't like, know. It's, it's so, a very subjective line. Yeah, it's that's a subjective I'm line. I think there's a line, but I'm not saying where it is. I, I, right. think, I don't know. Well, that implies that, that there should, should be there, it should be some sort of line and uh, celebration police deciding what is good and what is not good. The ultimate, and we mentioned it yesterday. You don't want me to celebrate. You don't want me to score. Then stop me from scoring. This isn't a high school team from Thailand, guys. They represent their country, like these girls represent our country. And if it was against France, would would anybody have a problem doing it? If it was three two, no, there shouldn't be any sort of change the way that you go about playing and celebrating the game simply because the score uh, reflects that you might be better than the other team. Who the hell cares? Be you, you. celebrate because I can tell you right now, whoever they play next, uh, they're going to do the same damn thing. And you know, the World Cup is the World Cup. It's on the world stage. It's the best the world has. And sorry if Thailand's uh, world, you know, their team isn't as good as what we've got. But you know what? They've got an opportunity to prove the world different now. Another two or three matches. Although I don't think that's going to go uh, very well for them coming out of that group. But it's just uh, it's very hard for me to go draw a line for people when uh, that line is so subjective. That just tells me, listen, be you. Celebrate. I would have a problem if they celebrated or acted differently every game and had to take into consideration what that moment was. And, you know, they're they're athletes like you go out there, compete, you be you and you can't grind and do what you do to be the best in the world. And then expect them to think about, oh, the feelings of the, oh, hell no. Like, go out there, All crush right. them, run them over, and then don't change, don't change you. Celebrate whether it's 3-2, 13-0, France, whether you're playing Russia, who cares? You just be you and ultimately, oh, I don't know, win the damn game, right? Because that's ultimately what this is all about anyway. Yeah, you're, you're right, you know, and I, listen, you know, it's kind of like, Joe, when 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 uh, when senators or assemblymen, they talk about uh, abortion. Right. And some some senators may say my personal choice is right to life. But still, the mm-hmm. policy should be that a woman has a right to choose. My personal choice is life. Uh, like I'm saying there is a line that is subjective for me personally. Mm-hmm. I'm OK with what they did. I do think there is a line. For example, I know it's a different context. But there's a line in terms of the fan behavior as well. And for some people, cheering Kevin Durant's injury a few nights ago was over the line of what fans should do, you know. And, like, was it, you know, some people say yes, that that was nasty. Some people say it was okay. All's fair and cheering for your team. You know, I think it is subjective. But, I, you know, there is a point where it turned into from fun into Bush League. Now, I'm not the person, nor do I think I'm allowed to be the person that draws that line for everyone. I know it for me. I know uh, at what point it would go that it would start to rub me personally the wrong way or personally put a bad taste in my mouth. And it didn't get to that level for me. Right. Now, And it's uh, listen, that's it, it just it goes along the line, right? We're in a... We're in a blame game society sure. right now on social media. Everything, no personal responsibility. It's always somebody's fault. We're in the fake right. outrage, uh, you know, era now where everyone is pissed off or outraged about something. Yeah, everybody's got something to say. And, you know, everyone's upset about something. And it just, it cracks me up. I mean, ultimately, 
if the U.S. wins the World Cup and holding a trophy, is there going to be some asterisk next to it because they celebrated a few extra goals against Thailand? Like, no, people. Let's put everything in perspective here. You just go out there and be you, Alex Morgan, and the rest of the team. Sell it. Do whatever you got to do. Just bring home the damn World Cup to the U.S. team. Uh, let's not let uh, France and uh, or anybody else, for that matter, go ahead and hold up that trophy. And uh, we have more matches there today uh, as well. But, of course, don't forget tonight, Kevin Durant, you said it there. Uh, he's in a hospital bed. Won't be in the building. He did have the surgery for his, uh, for his Achilles. Uh, and he said... Uh, very nicely, too, as he posted from the hospital bed that he's, you know, his recovery starts now, but he, in fact, is 100% behind the Dub Nation uh, tonight. He's going to be rooting for him. And he also, I thought, was uh, was nice in mentioning that, hey, guys, um, I decided to play. It, it, you know, it, it was me. It was I wanted to help my team. I wanted to do I, 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 not opposed to, well, they did or... You know, right, he, right, right. he, unlike everybody else around him, took responsibility for why he was on that court and didn't pass the buck like so many people want want there to be. Like, I don't know. Can't can't two things be, you know, can't can't two things be OK? Can it be uh, the fact that was there pressure? Of course, there's probably pressure, right? You're multi-trillion dollar professional athletes who are paid to win championship. Of course, there is. But can it also be that he didn't care and just wanted to play? Like, can't can't there choice. be, right? I mean, why does it have to be one one way or the other? Can't we just right. have a guy that wanted to do what was right for his teammates? And worst case scenario happens. Easy thing to argue or be offended by. Right. That's fine. I agree with you, man. I agree. All right, uh, we'll take a look at the latest numbers from Vegas tonight's NBA Finals Game Six next. Full-time fantasy. You know, Adam, I always look for the pathway, right? I just don't see a pathway to a World Series. I don't see it, dude. I don't see the pathway to playoffs. I just don't. The Braves are getting better, and they've got a a lot of young arms. I mean, they suck for a bunch of years, but they're getting better. Acuna and Riley. Marlins, I see a pathway to the Marlins making the playoffs. I see a pathway for the Marlins more than I do for the Mets. How how embarrassing is that? Weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah, they're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah, we still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire.
hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to madesailors.com. That's madesailors.com. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. The Fantasy Sports Network is ready to take you out to the ballgame. Our experts and analysts are following the boys of summer through all 162 games of the 2019 MLB season with the best fantasy baseball analysis in the industry. Catch the latest news and notes every day to help you win your fantasy leagues and your DFS tournaments. We'll always want you back listening and watching the Fantasy Sports Network on the FNTSY radio app and the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, where we're root, root, rooting for your fantasy baseball team. Two thousand nineteen U.S. Open, Tiger and Company getting ready uh, here. Pebble Beach to tee off a little later this morning. West Coast, we have uh, more of the matchups. And uh, listen, we are going to help you make it rain uh, in the world of golf. Here, no better time right now to finally dabble a little bit into some uh, some golf wagering if you haven't done so already. We'll go ahead and walk you through. You ain't got to, you know, you don't have to mortgage the house here, guys. Uh, but there is, I think you will find, those of you that do it for the first time here, I think you will find you view the game of golf in a totally mm. different light once you start uh, once you start putting a couple of shekels down on some of these matchups. And uh, we'll go ahead. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about Tiger, Brooks Kupka, will he do it, who he won't, who would fade. And, of course, uh, we'll continue down the list of, uh, Dane's uh, plays here today. He's got some matchups. Hey. He's got some plays. And again, when Dane uh, opens up and tells me that I may have uh, gone a little crazy on the U.S. Open, I can assure you this man has got play upon play upon click, 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 click. So we'll go ahead. We'll make him feel better about his choices or completely destroy him one or the other. We'll do that coming up. But we do want to uh, talk a little bit here about uh, tonight's action as far as the um, game six of the of the finals. And game six, interesting tonight. It opened up at four and a half, Dane, right? Four and a half for yep. Golden State Warriors. It was bet down to minus three this time yesterday across a lot of the books. And then even more sharp money started to come in here. On Toronto, and now I'm seeing minus two and a half, and and hell, even a book or two has got minus two at this point. So we are seeing all of that. What does it mean? Well, it doesn't mean that Joe Public is, uh, you know, took it from minus four and a half to you know two two and a half. It means that the sharps are extremely, extremely supportive of the Toronto uh, Raptors here. So we know Durant definitely out. 
right? We know that. And we know that, obviously, when you open up at four and a half and bet down to four quickly, then three and a half, and then more steam at three and a half to three, we know what the Sharps are doing. And I do happen to think that this will be, Dane, somewhere around three as a closing line. Yep. Because I do think Golden State money is going to uh, is going to come uh, come back here. There's going to be a little buyback, but I think that picture with Durant yesterday of him being in the hotel in the uh, in a hospital bed, I, I think that caused a lot of other people to go, "Oh yeah, okay, now they're not going to win. They're done." Uh, right? I think I think the recency bias of that 11 minutes he played gave everyone the uh, the the yeah they can't win without him kind of attitude. So I do think that was hammered home there. So it's going to be um, it's going to be an interesting final couple of hours leading up to tip off as far as the markets go. Going to see if there's going to be a mad rush either way. And Toronto, listen, game six, Kawhi Leonard. All right, this team still, as far as I'm concerned, Dane, going over the first five games, and you tell me if I'm missing something. Outside of a 10-minute stretch in a third quarter in Game 2, and outside of the first two quarters, really, in the last game, every other quarter, for the most part, has either been equal, tied, or Toronto uh, win. You know, Toronto last game in Game 5, they were down seven or eight points there, six points at half, right? And... Uh, you know, Golden State, to their credit, they won the first half, which they've done a couple of times here. But then the second half came, both teams scored 22 points. And then Toronto only lost by a point. They beat them by five points in the fourth quarter. So really, Toronto has outplayed them outside of three or four quarters of the 20 that have been played thus far. It's been all Toronto. So I don't know that it's it's not far-fetched to think that yeah, that is going to continue here tonight. And you only lost by a point, Toronto. Uh, I do think that without Kevin Durant, without even the thought of him coming, Looney, of course, uh, in all likelihood not playing, everyone else yeah. hobbled. It's. I think their time has come tonight. I think it. Uh, I think they have just too much depth, too much athleticism, and I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be tough for them. I do expect Golden State early on. I, again, first half, I'm going to take them for uh, for the bet. I think Golden State wins the first half, but I do think the athleticism and the depth of the Toronto Raptors plus Kawhi Leonard in the fourth is probably going to prove to be just too much for Golden State here tonight. All right, let me ask you one question. Because just a week mm-hmm. ago, we were saying that this is a real thing. Do you no longer believe that Golden State in the third quarter is a real thing? No, I not against, not okay. here, not. Uh, you know okay. the problem with the third quarter, Dane, is it, it, they've already played each other five times. So whatever edge they have had during the regular season against teams, I think it's fair to say that it really had a lot to do with you're playing them on a Tuesday night. You're not going to see them again. It's kind of hard to have that, right? I mean, isn't it? I don't know. I mean, we have seen it. We have seen it like yes. once or twice in this series. We definitely saw it in the playoffs in long series when there was familiarity there. And listen, the only thing I was going to say is if you believe Golden State will have the halftime lead, Joe, and it says like you're taking them in first half, right? If you believe Golden State will have the lead at halftime tonight. So, you know, at 1030 Eastern time tonight, Golden State will be up. And if Golden State's pattern, their mantra is to get uh, is to, you know, 
have a strong third quarter, then I wonder what is your narrative for the game? Like, when does Toronto land this haymaker knockout punch that quiets the crowd and, you know, like becomes this, you know, coronation in the fourth quarter? Like, I would just dig into more what is your narrative? What do you see as the game flow um, for you if you've already saying you're betting Golden State first half? Golden State first half, home, adrenaline. They will, right. I'm not saying they're going to be up by 10, uh, but I do think sure. a, a money line bet for Golden State to have a couple of point lead uh, there in the sure. first half is not on, is not 57, crazy. 53, something sure. like that. Something along those lines, right? Uh, I sure. do think, I, I think the third quarter is that, that dominance that they have shown, I think that is mitigated with the fact that they have no more depth. The guys that you see All on right. that court are going to have to play. 45, 42, 43 minutes. Uh, the things that usually, the different rotations, the things they could have done to throw out sure. normally what they did during the year, I think that's all. It's a level playing field. And and I do think because of the combinations and because of the depth of Toronto and what we have seen, uh, I expect the actual Toronto push, uh, I think they keep things pretty even in the third, okay. if not get a couple of points back in the third. But I do think that okay. eight minutes left in the fourth, uh, I think it's Kawhi time. And I, I do think the defense ratches it up. I do think that the depth and the, the wearing down of Golden State, because of how many minutes they're going to have to play that big three, uh, I think yeah. you start to see the athleticism take over for the Toronto Raptors as well as Kawhi. So I think fourth quarter, eight minutes left is when you're going to start to see them pulling away. All right. So that's the thing. Like, that, that is completely valid, Joe. Okay. I just personally, I don't, I don't see that narrative because I think it would be hard for Toronto to pull away and land the knockout punch, like you're saying, eight minutes left. Because I think if it's close going into the fourth, you know, then I think that home crowd kind of helps take over and it becomes harder to go on that run that you're talking about when you're on the road in the fourth quarter if it's crunch time. The 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 way I think Toronto wins this game is by Toronto actually getting up on the early lead. Like so they don't win like Golden State doesn't win that first half bet. The to me, the narrative, the path for Toronto winning tonight is actually Toronto having the like 6 to 10 point lead the entire game cuz I think the last mm-hmm. run will be the Warriors, will be the home team. We even saw it in game five, even down six with two and a half minutes. Like, there will be a final run by the Warriors, in my opinion. So to me, the way Toronto wins this game is with Toronto having a kind of nice little six to ten point cushion the entire first half. So that's why I asked you, if you see Golden State up, like, when does Toronto, like, put them to bed? And I just don't see that kind of run happening second half of the fourth quarter with Kawhi going bonkers. We saw that in game five, and Toronto still had a final punch to get off the mat. And I think they can do that even more at home. Well, let me tell you what the first five games tells us, okay? The most consistent scoring in an NBA game, especially this series here in the final four, has been the, you know, anytime you can score one with a free throw or you can score two inside the paint, right? That's always, in any NBA game, the thing that is the most consistent. The three-pointers, if you pull them out, the variance is is ridiculous. Even for Golden State, it's ridiculous. So when you look at just the one, you know, scoring one or two points, for instance, in every game this series, outside of game three, where Golden State, on ones and twos, scored 73, Toronto scored 72, 
every other game in the paint and from the free throw line has been won by the Toronto Raptors. And oh yeah, by the way, they have outscored from three-point range the Golden State Warriors by six threes. They've mm-hmm. made six more threes in a series through the first five games than uh, than the Golden State Warriors. So they dominate the paint. They, they've won the paint. So they're winning the free throw line in the paint, right? Uh, except yeah. for they lost by a point in game three. And they right. also have six more made threes in this series. That's what I'm saying. This is where are they going to dominate? They already are dominating. We just, you know, we... We're not seeing it because we keep waiting for that Golden State, you know, that monster right. comeback, and they just. Yeah. But the reality is, this is always oh, this whole series has been dominated by Toronto, and six is probably, you know, Toronto and six. This was probably this is the max I think for the shape this team is in right now. Uh, I think they've already won it. You know what I'm saying, Dan? They've already shown in five games they dominate every aspect of the game. So it's a kind of live by the three, die by the three, though. Die by the it's three. Nice. Oh, isn't it crazy? It could be a live night, though. It could be a live yes. night. Yes. Well, well, that's the, the whole, that variance is like, right. Yeah. And the Splash Brothers, they're going to go down swinging. Yep. They're, they're going to chuck it up today. They <laughs> sure Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Lose weight now. Go to Fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at Fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to Fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to Fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to Fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's Fat100.com. 
Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called thebestdate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at thebestdate100.com. That's thebestdate100.com. One more time, thebestdate100.com. All right, guys, if you are serious about fantasy football, and we know you are, right, it is never too early to start prepping for the 2019 season. Good news, Roto Experts, they've got you covered. Their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the Internet. Davis Maddock, the Roto Experts, they're providing you Dynasty, season-long, betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge, regardless of the type of fantasy football you play. You can save 10% now, rotoexperts.com. Just use the promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off promo code FNTSY for the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. And want to welcome you in here. Make it rain. Uh, Dane Martinez, Joe Ranieri, as we take a look at the U.S. Open, the 2019 U.S. Open, getting ready to get underway a little bit later this morning. Pebble Beach is the location. Tiger and Dustin uh, Johnson and Rory McIlroy and, of course, Brooks Kupka. Uh, the world's greatest are descending there in Cali, getting ready for uh, getting ready for this tournament, a U.S. Open tournament that is that is made to challenge these uh, the world's best golfers. Let's let's just that, and we're being nice there. Uh, what does that mean? Well, it means that uh, this course has been under renovation and being uh, it has been prepped here over the last uh, three months. The the rough is ridiculous now. The greens have been cut and they're mat. It's uh, this course is not as long as what we just witnessed with Beth Page Black in the PGA, where you needed to be a monster driver off the tee in order to be able to compete and which is why Brooks Kupka did so well in that tournament but it's also why guys like Dustin Johnson uh, were right there in the end but this golf course doesn't require you to be 380 yards off the tee it requires you to be in the middle and doesn't even need to be you know 280 in the middle and you're okay you got to have a great iron play and the greens are very tight very small so your iron game, you got to be a great striker of the ball. And, oh, yeah, you better be able to putt here. And when you put all of that together, Dane, it it points to some guys, like a group of guys that you should concentrate on. And then there is a group of guys, too, where you look at and you go, start fading them. Matchups here, three ball. Right. Uh, let's, uh, you know, let's look at some of these. We talked a little bit earlier about one of the guys that you were planning on fading, and yep. we agreed was John Rahm, who, yeah. not in great form, number one, and number two, above the shoulders, because of how the course is set up, the U.S. Open, he is a, you know, he is a great shot. Oops, it landed in the rough, and he took an eight away from melting down on the golf course. So I don't have the confidence in John Rahm at a U.S. Open as I might in you know, like a, a Masters or a PGA Championship. So he hasn't done very well over the last couple of months either. His game is progressively getting worse. Right. And the U.S. Open isn't a place where guys turn it on and, and find their way. Right. 
you've got to be coming into this in form, guys, and wait and ready to take the next step. So uh, we had Rom, and uh, let's talk about some of the other matchups that you're looking at here this morning, and see if we can't uh, see if we can't find some value here somewhere along the line. All right, fair enough. Um, another guy, you know, that I think fits the description of Fade is someone who hits the ball long, uh, and someone who maybe is a little bit of a basket case. Um, you tell me if you like this one. I am also fading Joe Bryson DeChambeau. Um, mm. This is a guy who kills the ball. This is a guy who cares about the physics and the dynamics and leaving the pin in and has been prone to blow-ups before. And I think this guy might find the rough a little bit. Doesn't necessarily have the up-and-down scramble game. I'm looking to fade Bryson DeChambeau. Now, he's a little bit lower, right? So when it was John Rahm, I was able to match him up and compete against guys like Xander Shoffley, Adam Scott, and Tommy Fleetwood, who are three of the guys that I like. Um, when it comes to a little bit lower in DeChambeau, I can get him against guys that I think this course is good for, guys like, say, a Matty Cooch or a Brant Snedeker. So I'm taking those guys against Bryson DeChambeau. Okay, like the approach there. DeChambeau a year ago was the game's best golfer there for a very, very long stretch. He was on fire. You know, he's a young guy. He's from Northern California, which is going to help him a little bit here because familiarity of the greens and the weather and everything else. But ever since, uh, you know, ever since uh, he did so well in uh, FedEx Cup points and everything else last year, this year he has been extremely ordinary. Nothing great. Uh, Expectations, of course, have been through the roof with him because of what he did last year. But it just right. hasn't uh, it hasn't been there. I mean, he's got the game for it, but we talk about how important it is to be in in some form here, coming in and doing some things well. He hasn't played well lately. He hasn't played right. terrible, but just not to the level that's going to rise to a U.S. Open uh, champion. So uh, I do like the approach with Dyson uh, with Bryson DeChambeau. I don't expect him to blow up. I do think he'll make the cut. But I do the guys that you mentioned. Uh, I think are in much I'm, better form. Guys I got like him up Matt against Kuchar. Yeah, I'm, I'm laying a, a stroke and Absolutely. a half with Kuchar. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then also a guy like Brent Snedeker. Um, I got uh, against Deschampa. Yep, I like uh, I like Kuchar is in. We know right. this some amazing form, yeah. uh, shape this year has been fantastic for him. And you mentioned uh, Snedeker, who quietly guys. If you're looking for a bomb, uh, Snedeker is is becoming extremely popular. In fact, he opened up 80 to one. He's down to 40 to one in a lot of books. Why is that? 40 to that nine. Means a 49. A lot of board. sharps. Yep, yeah, lot yeah. of sharps coming in here. And this is a guy too that we know a couple of years ago was unbelievable, like absolutely unbelievable. Tita Green. Uh, he was winning tournaments. He was the money leader. And then we kind of seem to have forgotten about him because he kind of lost his short game there for a little while. But he doesn't hit the ball very long. He averages 285 yards off the tee. That's okay here. Which means he's not going to win at places like, you know, Beth Page and Shinnecock uh, and, you know, these monster courses. But you know where he will? Pebble Beach. Uh, Pebble Beach, because he is really, and I mean really good on these style of greens, really good at putting the ball in the middle. And... Uh, I think the last, what was it? The last U.S. Open at Pebble Beach was won by Graham McDowell, who was another guy that averages 280 yards off the Mm -hmm. tee. Ridiculous, uh, you know, iron game. And above average putting. 
which is exactly yep. Brent Snedeker. So, yeah, and I do believe here he has finished in the top 10, five of the last 10 U.S. Open starts. I like him top 20, top 15. There you go. And at that price, 40 to 1, wouldn't right. surprise me to see Snedeker competing on a, uh, on a Sunday for a championship either, man. So I like both of those. And remember, this is the thing, and that's the beauty of these matchups, right, Joe? It's mm-hmm. like you don't got to worry about, say, top five, you know. Your guy Snedeker, let's say Snedeker, let's say Kuchel, right. let's say Fleetwood. You know, these guys could put up, have nice weeks, you know, wind up three under par, wind up tied for 13th, you know what right. I mean? And we're trying to give you ways that you can still leverage that into money. If we sign, we, we think guys that are going to overperform, you match them up against guys that are profiling to underperform. And yep. because of these different tiers of odds, that's where you get your advantage. It's going to be hard to pick a 20 to one shot to win it all. Okay. It just is. But if you can find advantages of someone who you think is an overlay and someone you think mm-hmm. is an underlay and you put them together, that's where you kind of get it. And that's why it's so much fun here for these majors because there are so many things offered. Um, you know, so we talked about fading guys. You can clearly see guys that I'm on, you know, but I'm playing in between this, I don't know, 15 or 17 to 25, 30 to one guys because yep. you mentioned it. There's a lot of great players in the world. Okay, that are just not getting the love, the shine, the notoriety of DJ Brooks, Rory, that sort of thing. So give me shares of Patty Cantlay, give me shares of Xander Shoffley, give me shares of Adam Scott, and give me shares of Tommy Fleetwood today or this week. Yeah, and uh, I, there's a couple of guys here that uh, I am absolutely fading on my card, including we'll start at the very top. Bubba Watson mm. is yeah, same uh, kind of style. Same yeah, style. this. Not a very good U.S. Open track record in the last eight uh, since 2011. He's missed five cuts and he's finished inside the top 50 just once. And that was 32nd in 2013. Also, not exactly a great history at at Pebble Beach either. Not like he's dominated this course. Uh, Again, doesn't set up for a guy like. Bubba Watson here, who's not in great form. Uh, I mean, he's a he's a decent putter on these greens. He's shown that. But again, the problem is he doesn't know where the ball is going enough off the tee. In some courses right. like Beth Page and the Bangers courses, you can get away with, you know, being the crazy guy that hits at 380 yards, 360 yards, and you can dominate and make up for it. Can't do it here at a U.S. Open. That, there's a reason why he's missed five cuts and finished only once in the top 50. Uh, in the last eight U.S. Opens since 2011. There's, there is a reason. His game isn't suited for uh, for the U.S. Open. So I look at him today, not just today, but the tournament. And, guys, let's go on the fade machine. Let's go on the fade tour with Bubba Watson. And one of my okay. favorites, I think, is that he's taken on um, Ian Poulter, uh, I oh, think, okay. in, uh, in in some of these. And I Ian Poulter. Yeah. It, yeah, I see you know, on Ian Poulter, right? Mm-hmm. I also see him I against him. Kevin Na. I think Kevin yes. Na could profile perfectly Love for this Kevin course. Na. It's the same kind of thing, Love an it. overlay and an underlay, right? And a recent so winner. Kevin Great Na is form a guy, too. yep, good form, yep. course mm-hmm. suited for him, the exact mm-hmm. inverse for Bubba Watson. So yep. that could be the kind of matchup. I've heard a lot of people thinking Kevin Na in good form and the type of player that could fit here. So technically sound like a lot of the Asian players are would have a good iron game would be able to put it on. Yep. Listen, the, the masters, the 
Genesis Open, the, the these courses fit Bubba Watson. Okay, this does not fit Bubba Watson here. So, uh, in addition to his last five opens, miscut, miscut, finished fifty first, miscut, miscut. Uh, he's going to miss the cut again this year because this course is even worse than some of the other ones. So I do like Kevin Na at minus 120. I think that you can get him uh, at a matchup here uh, today, not only first round, but also tournament. And I love uh, the Ian Poulter matchup, not because I'm a big fan of Ian Poulter, but Ian Poulter is, you know, his game is a hell of a lot more suited uh for this than there is uh than there is for anybody else so i and i think it's a good price too what do you got a minus one uh 125 is uh, that uh Poulter versus Watson? I can, yes. you can get polter at minus 115 for the tournament okay so there you go i mean those uh to me that is these are some of the matchups here bubble watson where and make it a plus number yeah. even if you want to do that. Even you know, too, so, you know? yeah, it's a it's going to be a rough go. Cut, then it don't matter if one guy yep. makes the cut and one guy misses the cut. You're cashing yep. even on the even on the stroke line. Yep, and uh, we mentioned John Rahm is another guy, and yep. uh, I know one of the matchups that I took there was uh, Justin Thomas, who sure. you know as we forget here that this was one of the top five players in the world here not too long ago, but he had a wrist injury. Uh, about two months ago, and he missed a couple of tournaments. He has uh, come back. I think he's got two or three tournaments under his uh, belt since the injury. And, uh, yeah, it was, he was, he missed the cut at Memorial, but last week he actually did really good at the Canadian Open. And this is a guy that, to count him out, I think is absolutely ridiculous. But what it does mean is that betters are getting him at a pretty damn good price. So... Uh, I do like uh, Justin Thomas over John Rahm as well at close sure. to even money. So I think Anybody that's uh, John Rahm. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And right, Justin, don't John sleep Rahm. on. Yeah, don't sleep on Justin Thomas, guys. I'm telling you right now, this is a guy top twenty. Top, you're going to get him at the best price that you've ever been able to get Justin Thomas in the last five years. Keep an eye on him there. So good. keep the. Uh, Keep the rain coming, guys. That's what we're doing. We'll have more of these matchups. Some of our favorites coming up. Make it rain, fantasy. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. 
sports. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. At the window. All right, they cheer the injury. They want to see their team win. Don't we all want to see our favorite teams win? I mean, the cheering, the fact that uh, Kevin Durant's not going to be in the game, it's harsh, but is it that unexpected? Why are we so surprised? It's because it's Toronto. If it was some other city like Philadelphia, it would be a one-day if-that story, and then they'd move on. All fan bases, you have that certain percentage of fan bases that are classless. Watch live on the FNTSY YouTube stream. All right, here we go, getting ready for hour number three here. Make it rain. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. As uh, Tiger Woods, uh, pretty good. uh, Some interesting matchups with Tiger here, too, getting ready not only for the tournament from today. I mean, let's face it. These are some monster matchups here. In the uh, for the tournament, some of the stuff, you know, Tiger, Brooks Kupka, you got Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kupka, Rory McIlroy. I mean, there's really some the ultimate pairings and uh, opportunities here at pretty decent prices. Uh, Surprisingly enough, Brooks Kupka is he's not the favorite right now. And a lot of people have uh, have bet him just because like, hey, man, how do you not? The guy's won the last two. He blew away. You know, a guy plays at majors. Uh, I'm looking at a lot of the a uh, lot of the books here, Dane, and I'm looking across like betters, sharps, not necessarily overwhelmed with him. Uh, they are right. picking other guys ahead of him, and the majority of the courses on the U.S. Uh, open circuit, and you know it rotates every year. Uh, a lot of guys feel that you know Pebble is not really set up for what he does well. We know how long he can be, right? We know the guy's hitting 380 yards, but this is not a course where you're going to be hitting driver a lot. You shouldn't be. You know, a guy like him doesn't need to do that. So one of the biggest things in his arsenal is kind of nullified here at Pebble Beach because not like he can take advantage of that length and, you know, what he does. And so you take that away from him on this golf course. Uh, you know, yes, he's done well at other golf courses, but it's it's also telling you that he is not necessarily 
Uh, he shouldn't be the favorite. Other guys, their games are suited a little bit better here. And that, of course, Rory, Dustin, uh, hell, even Tiger has shown you that, what he can do at Pebble Beach uh, over the time. Did you put any uh, Tiger Woods bets in there? No, I'm off. I'm off Tiger and I'm off the top guys. Listen, we've done well on guys like with Brooks Koepka, let's say. But right. I, I just didn't find any value with him and things like to win. You know, this the way this sets up, I think these big four, Tiger, Rory, Dustin, and Brooks, are kind of uh, not any value. That's why I'm playing in a couple tiers below that. That's where I'm finding the value. Yep. But I'm off Brooks uh, for this time around. I love him, though. Yep. I want him to do well. We'll talk about another on. guy that's a uh, nice number, a little bit underrated, Jordan Speed. Mm, Give you his matchups him, yeah. here. Yeah. We'll yeah. go ahead and drop some money on those as well. Coming up, final hour. Yeah, let's talk. Make it rain, let's Fantasy Sports Radio Network.